Deep Audio Productions presents Gather the Suspects, a Halloween miniseries. Episode 3, Those Meddling Kids. Night. Eh. Oh, ignore Grumpy. He doesn't do well without his beauty sleep. I think we're all feeling the effects of a sleepless night, even if we're not all as monosyllabic as Jack. This whole thing stinks. It's been going round and round in my head all night. And I think Jack is right. This whole ghost thing is a massive distraction to whatever's really going on here. But why kill the kid? Where does he fit into it all? Ugh, I'm too tired for this. I need a coffee. I think the garage opens at ten. Let's grab something quick for breakfast and head over there. If the van's fixed, let's just go home. Agree? Uh. Fine by me. Yeah. Good. Right. Let's go find somewhere that serves coffee by the bucket. Ah, just the people I was hoping to bump into. Oh, no, this guy. Good morning, Mayor Jeffrey. Please, call me Marty. So, how is our little investigation going? I've just come back from seeing Paget, and his people are utterly clueless. So, I'm counting on you. The whole town is counting on you. We need our grand opening to go off without a hitch tonight. Sorry, Mayor Je- uh, Marty. I don't think we are going to be your saviours on this one. Well, that is disappointing. At least you can put a stop to all this gossip and nonsense about ghosts, right? I'm not sure we can after yesterday. Look, someone for some reason is up to something. Find out who it is and you'll find your ghosts. (sighs) I guess expecting you to crack the case in a day was a bit overambitious on my part. Still, please tell me you are sticking around for the start of the festival tonight. Please, you will be my guests. It's a very kind offer, Mayor Marty. But we're just on our way to pick up the van and head back. Please, just Marty. Oh, that's a shame. Well, if you change your mind, here are some free tickets. Right, must be off. People to see, babies to kiss, you know, mess stuff. Hopefully see you later then. Thanks. Bloody hope not. Bye. Well, he seems nice. Hmm. Right, go on, let's get out of here. Oh, what now? Ah, I was hoping I hadn't missed you. I'm never going to get a coffee. Any luck? My guys are throwing up a blank. The mayor threw an absolute shit fit at the station. Really? We just saw him. He seemed nice. You see, you've not had much exposure to politicians, Geraint. Wouldn't risk letting the image slip in front of potential voters. All smiles in front of the general public, see? Smart that way, politicians. Not smart enough to realise that the entire section of officers that he just shouted at are also voters, mind? Strange creatures. So... You guys haven't seen anything then, huh? Well, I wouldn't say that exactly. Don't tell me you guys have hopped on for a ride of the ghost train. Actually, yeah. It's feeling a lot like a ghost train. Eh? Yeah. Lots of screaming over plastic skeletons while the dodgy-looking teenagers behind you nick your wallet. And Jack would know, being the one doing most of the actual screaming. Look, I'm starving. Can you just drive us somewhere to get breakfast and then we'll fill you in? (laughs) 
had just taken us to the wreckers to get some breakfast. Jack is wolfing down some greasy-looking coffee and keeping Padge in suspense. Ah, that's better. I'm not sure I've ever seen anyone down a boiling hot cup of coffee before. You get used to it. Jackie boy more or less runs entirely on coffee. Ah, man after my own heart. Sorry, let's have it. What's been going on? Well, like I said, we haven't found out who killed Jay or why they wanted to kill him. But we do think that someone's trying to make a concerted effort to stop us finding out. I think there's something bigger going on here. Maybe Jay was in the wrong place at the wrong time, or maybe there is something about Jay we don't know yet. I'm not sure. But there is something bigger at play, Paget. Well, I could have told you most of that. We do have some suspects. You do? We do? Yeah. Firstly, look, and I know you've discounted him already, but it's Terence Jackson. This one is the most straightforward. We know he hated Jay, and most of the stuff that's happened, or at least that we've seen, has happened on his site. He's got some beef going on with the owners of the park, which then brings me on to our next. Here you go. Two full-cooked Welsh breakfasts. One veggie, one bowl of granola, and some sausages for the dog. <laughs> veggie! Ah, that's smashing, thanks. Your husband not about this morning, Mrs Polini. No, he's off to set up for the festival later. We're having a stall, and he's doing the opening speech. Uh, thanks. It looks, um, lush. What's this stuff? Those are cockles. They look, uh, interesting. What's this black mush bear? That's lava bread. Lava bread? Seaweed. Surely you've had lava bread before. Seaweed! Bet my veggie breakfast isn't looking so bad now, eh? Well, you did order a Welsh breakfast. What were you expecting? I don't know, like lamb sausages or something, not bloody seaweed. Jack, you were eating cold burgers yesterday. I'm sure a bit of seaweed isn't going to harm you. It's nice. And it says here they make it fresh on site from locally sourced seaweed. Foraged fresh daily. Jack, stop feeding the dog your unwanted leftovers. Are they always like this? (sighs) Pretty much. So, you were running through the suspects, Jack? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Right. So my second suspect is... John Perlini. What? John? Shh, shh, keep it down for now. Look, I'm not certain yet, but John appeared right at the time Cara first had an experience with a ghost. Then we also saw him arguing with Terence about buying the caravan park and the fair. John is trying to buy the fair? Mm-hmm. They were having a right old set to about it as well, <laughs> yelling and pointing at each other. Plus, this lava bread thing is made from the exact same seaweed as I found stuffed in Jay's pockets. Look at this picture. I mean, it looks the same, but the beaches round here are full of stuff that could be lava bread. I don't think that's going to give me compelling grounds for arrest somehow. I mean, if you are right, then what is the link? Why murder Jay? What's that got to do with buying the caravan park? What does dressing up like bloody ghost seamen have to do with that, for that matter? Look, like I said, we haven't figured that out yet, and it's only a theory at this stage, but maybe, maybe, he is trying to drive down the price for sale. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong completely. And that's it? Nothing else? Nope. Look, I know it sounds stupid to say, but I think if you solve the mystery of the ghosts, you will find your murderer. 
I'm not sure the mayor will appreciate it if I tell him I'm going to have to spend the next few days chasing ghosts instead of solving the murder. Uh, get your people to carry on with the busy work, dusting the fingerprints here and there, doing the expected police stuff, gives you time to solve the real crime. <laughs> or get fired. Uh, yeah, well, possibly. But at least you'd have caught a killer. Hmm. Anyway, let's go see about this van of yours, shall we? Here we are. Where is everyone? Hmm. All the shutters are pulled down. I'll go look for a sign with opening times on. Come on, boy. Hello? Hello? I don't think that's going to do anything. They're clearly shut. Well, maybe there's someone inside getting ready to open up. I doubt it. Look at this note. Closed for the festival back Sunday. Ah, balls. Yeah, sorry. A lot of the local businesses close up for the opening day. Unless there's a buck to be made. Most of the locals stay at home, so unless you can make some money selling tap to stupid tourists, uh, present company accepted. Makes sense, I guess. And if anyone knows about taking days off for absolutely no reason, it's Jack. But what I don't get is everyone keeps talking about this festival thing, right? And how the town is going to be packed. So far, we've hardly seen a soul. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are the only people at the caravan park. And we were the only non-locals at the pub. So what's the deal? Yeah, what's the deal? Okay, look. The Elvis Festival was a big deal for the town before the separation. They used to get people from all over the world to come here. Japan, the USA, South America. All descending on the town for one week. For a seaside resort that relies on seasonal trade, that's huge. They set most of them up for the rest of the year in terms of takings. I mean, without the festival, however many buses full of old people descend on a sunny day, it's not going to be enough to keep most of the businesses going that relied on the tourists. And then you have the winter time. Oh my god, the winter time. Oh, okay. I, I get that. But why the pretense? I mean, why keep up like there's still hundreds of people jetting in at any moment? Well, that bit is a bit harder to explain. But. You know, if you've been going through a particularly hard time and you find something from before that period that's comforting and you lean into it really hard. Kind of like Geraint and the best of Enya CD he kept playing when the last of the Mountain Dew stocks ran out. Ha! <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, if I heard Orinoco flow one more time... So for the people here, it's that little bit of normality. That little bit of hope that if they keep doing it with the same attitude that they always have, then... Things will come good in the end, I guess. Okay, I guess that actually makes some kind of sense. So, with no van still, what are we going to do now? Well, we've still got those tickets for the grand opening. I guess we go. I'll drop you back into town before I go back to the station. Climb in. Nothing at all around the side. All things shut down. We know, G. It's closed. Get in and I'll explain on the way back to town. Oh, Okay. Jack, shift up a bit, will you? I need to get the dog in. Whatever you say, G. Whatever you say. Sail away, sail away, sail away. 
So, it turns out the festival is taking place in the cafeteria where Jack and the dog had their illicit midnight feast. Must say, I thought it would be somewhere a bit... Well, grander. I mean, it is a grand opening. Hey, Cara, you want a drink? Oh, um, a beer, please, V. May as well have some fun while we're here. In spite of Padge saying that the townspeople tended to stay away from the festival, quite a lot of them are here already. John has a small beer stall set up in the corner, and Terence is fussing round the buffet and barking orders at his daughter. Poor girl. Here you go. Oh, cheers, V. I needed this after the last couple of days. Evening. They let you bring the dog in? Yep. I think they're just happy to make up the numbers, human or not. Well, let's hope it's the only non-human thing here tonight. Don't count on it, Kay. And I wouldn't drink that beer if I were you. We are going to need our wits about us tonight, if I'm right. What? How could you possibly know that? Call it intuition. My little grey cells have been working overtime since our conversation with Padge this morning. So, you've figured it out? Not yet. Well, not fully, anyway. Look, as I see Oh, you it, made it. Fabulous. Ah, oh, hello, mate. Marty. Uh, Marty. This all looks wonderful. How many are you expecting tonight? Keep the mayor talking. I'm going to marble around. Marble around? Yeah, you know, looking conspicuous and unthreatening whilst secretly finding out super important information. Marble it, see? Not sure anything about your shorts is inconspicuous though, Jack, but okay. Just keep him talking, okay? V, make sure G keeps the mayor talking for a bit. We're going marbling. Ah, so cool. Good luck blending in. See, V gets it. You need to brush up any detective shows if you want to get anywhere in this business. Well, I don't. Wait, but, okay. Mayor is leaving. V? On it. Mr. Martin, um, Mayor, please, would you be kind enough to give me a tour of the, um, buffet? Why, of course, my dear. This way. Ah, Mrs. Clifton, good to see you. Hello, Wendy. Have you met... Oh, I'm sorry, dear, I don't know your name. Veronica. Veronica and Geraint. They are my guests. They saw the Right, Jack. Are you going to tell me what's going on? All in good time, Cara. Right, first, we don't have a lot of time. If I'm right, and let's be honest, I often am, our ghosts are likely planning something to go down tonight. Now, let's see if we can get backstage. Backstage? What, are we dealing with the Phantom of the Opera now? You'll see. I'll bet you. Look, we're in a moderate-sized community hall. There's nothing they could do out here without being seen. Plus, that's where I saw the ghost coming from last night. Right next to the stage. Okay, Jack, if you say so. But how are we going to get up there without being seen? Just follow me, okay? Jack's plan seems to involve sidestepping in sync. One step at a time towards the stage door every few seconds. At this rate, the whole bloody festival will be over before we get anywhere near the stage. You're right, Cara. What's up with the crab walk? And I told you that was a stupid idea. Hey, John, um, oh, nothing, we're just being silly. 
Look, can you do me a favour? I can't leave my stand, and my wife's disappeared. Could you get me a box of tonic water from the stash of boxes behind the stage? Oh, yeah, of course. Come on, Jack, let's get the tonic water from behind the stage. Ooh, yeah, now, that sounds like a good idea. Behind the stage, you say? Well, that was a bit of luck. So, what exactly are we looking for? I don't know yet. Anything that looks weird, I guess. Weirder looking than two fully grown adults slowly sidestepping around a busy hall? Look, it got us in here, didn't it? More by luck than actual design, yeah, but... Ah, here we are! Look, I knew it! I bloody knew it! Um, could be rats. Rats? Really, Kay? Halfway up a rope, just a chest height? That's been cut right through the knife, that has. It's a surprise who bloody lighting rig hasn't come down. Rats can climb, you know. But you're right. Uh, we really should do something to secure this. Uh, look, you grab hold of this and I'll go fetch John. No, not John. We don't know if we can trust him. Shit, are they starting? Bollocks. The mayor's given Gerard the slip. Shit. John is heading up to the stage. He must be getting ready to open the bloody thing. Jeez, nothing is bloody easy, is it? Right, you go find G and I'll hold on to this thing. Be quick, though my arms are already hurting. All right, but honestly, it's been like five seconds. Well, you can bloody hold it up if it's clearly that easy. Okay, okay, I'm going. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, pardon, could... Could I just... Sod this. Geraint V. Ladies and gentlemen, a big warm welcome to all, to our many and varied guests from around the world. Mad as a box. We welcome you to the 25th annual Port Call Elvis Festival. We have a great weekend of events in store for you, starting this evening with a performance by last year's winner, our very own king, a rock and roll himself. Elvis Priscelli! Oh. What's wrong? Where's Jack? Look, no time. Just follow. So, without further ado do, let's give it up for Wales's own king of rock. Ah! Get off me, man! Get off! Jack! Get off me, man! Bloody hell! Quick! I said, get off! Death to the traitor. John, get off the bloody stage! Death! John, get off the bloody stage! Now! Shitting Nora! What Jack? A... <coughs> I'm alright. I'm alright. Where'd it go? Can't see. There's too much dust. The ghost's gone. <coughs> that was no ghost. My hole. What happened? Terence, come here. You! I knew you'd be trouble. Look, we've got no time for this. Go check on John and see if he's okay. Jack, can you get up? Way ahead of you. Let's go bust us a ghost. I mean, half the hall just collapsed. Where on earth do you find a giant sandwich? We've come back to the caravan park to look for... 
whatever the hell that thing is, Jack's right. It's no ghost. You probably can't kick a ghost in the face, for one thing. The small crowd has already fled back to the safety of their homes. Inspector Padge and his band of merry men are on their way, then. Late as usual. You okay, dude? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not sure if I should be more worried about the big bleeding gash on my forehead or the amount of asbestos I probably just inhaled when the lights come down. Jack's seemingly unhurt. Uh, covered head to toe in dust, apart from the neon shorts. Uh, would take more than a partial ceiling collapse to dim those bad boys. Which is good news, as it's even darker than usual out here tonight. We need all the light we can get. Right. Where are we looking? Please, no one say let's split up. Let's split up? We can cover more ground that way. No, we bloody won't split up. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be final girled around the caravan park in the pitch black by some sodden maniac with a boat hook and a penchant for fancy dress, okay? Okay, okay, chill. We'll stick together then. Right, I don't think wherever they are will be sticking too close to the main buildings, like. Not with the police arriving. Let's head towards the beach. You want to go catch a killer, boy? <coughs> yes, you do. Let's go catch the nasty killer. Just another normal day in the apocalypse. Next year, I'm choosing where we go on holidays. So, do you know who it is yet? Mm, I got an idea. And you are going to share that idea with us now? Uh, it might not be... What I mean is, you will share it with us now, or the maniac with the boat hook won't be the only thing to be afraid of round here. You may find that a foot to your balls will be more of an immediate threat to worry about. Look over here. <sighs> Let's go see. But then you are telling us straight away. Is this where you saw the ghost, Kay? Um, well, I can't be exactly sure, but yeah, somewhere around here. Thought so. Ta-da! Speakers. Bluetooth, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, they may just be part of the park's PA system. But why hide them? I'm willing to bet they aren't the only ones round here too. Jack, take a look up on the path, will you? And see if there are others in the bushes. On it! So the whispering noises. You think they were coming through these? I'd put money on it. Yep. There's at least three more dotted around up here. See? 3D audio. All the killer would have to do is connect his phone or something to the speakers and instant spooky ghost noises. So that's the how figured out. But why? How's it all connected? Why would someone want to kill that J-Kid and John? What's even the connection there? Oh, I was spooky up there by myself. Look, I'll fill you in on what I've worked out, but we're wasting our time waiting around here. There's no one. Should we head over to the fair? I bet we find more of those speaker things near where Jay was murdered. Not many people round tonight. Or any night, it would seem. Let's head down to the dinosaur park entrance and see if we can find more of those speakers. Come on, boy. Come on. Whew. 
Come on, boy. Come on. No good. I can't move him, I'm afraid. Oh, what's wrong, boy? Oh, not this absolute horseshit. We're not buying it, you know. We found your your little Bluetooth setter. We're not scared. Speak for yourself. It stopped. Maybe we stopped. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, good. He's got a sword. Quick, this way, into the ghost train. Sounds like the sensible place to go. Beat staying here and getting sliced by a cutlass. Good point, well made. Quick, everybody in. Maybe if we can clamber over the carriages, we can lose them. Bloody four doors. I can't run anymore. We need a plan. We can set up a trap. A trap? Jack, this is... Revenge. Jesus Christ, V. Where did you learn that? I played five years of quiet roller derby before the word went into shit, you know? Someone tie him up. I'm going to call Padge. And then collapse in a corner. <laughs> Inspector Padgett has arrived with the cavalry. Jack is being very Jackish, Jack-esque. Uh, well, very much Jack, and refusing to reveal the identity of the ghost until there's the maximum number of people here to watch him do it. Well, you lot have been busy. Just a bit, Padge. How is John? Oh, he's fine. Young Jack here pushed him out of the way of the worst of it. Just a few cuts and bruises. He's on his way over with Terence. Right. Our guys will take it from here. You guys can go... Oh, bloody thank you. We risked our bloody lives to get him, so now you will bloody indulge me while I explain to you how we solved it and slowly reveal the killer's identity. Fine. The floor is yours, young man. Not quite yet. There's not Where's enough pe- the shyster? I'm going to break their sodden legs for what they did to my hole. Oh, quiet you old get. No mention of your daughter's boyfriend, I noticed. Just the hole. Don't start with me, John. I've had a rough day. And now we're ready. Hello, everyone. I suppose you all want to know who's under the mask. Well, first, let's go through our suspects. Look, I honestly have to get this guy back to the station and booked in. Society may be barely functioning, but prisoners still have rights under the law, you know. Okay, well, it's a lot less fun this way, but, uh, ta-da! Mayor Jeffrey! Mayor Jeffrey! Okay, I take it back, Jack. I'm going to need to see your workings out on this one. Ooh, yay! 
So, everyone listening? First of all, I thought it might have been Terence Jackson. Why? Well, I mean, c- can you blame us? Your daughter is actually distraught at the death of her boyfriend. It's not her boyfriend, I told you. See? Clearly you have some issues to address. You didn't seem to care about the death of another human being or, or your daughter's feelings, regardless of what you believe their relationship status to be. That's not fair. She knows I... And you clearly didn't want people around the caravan park this weekend. That's not true either. Of course I want people in the caravan park. I just didn't want you in my caravan park. Ah, yeah. John told us you may have held some ill will towards us because we put your biggest crowd puller in jail. (laughs) That's rich. Like you didn't make more money off a bloody Jimmy Rich than any of us. Look, all I said was that... So, how did you finally rule out Mr Jackson? It was actually something you said to me, Padge. Sometimes a grumpy bastard is just that, a grumpy bastard. It would have been easy to suspect Terence here, but someone else was acting even more suspicious. John. What? Me? (laughs) Don't like it now the shoe's on other foot, do you? (laughs) Oh, will you shut up for once? Jack, I've shown you and your friends nothing but kindness since you've arrived. That's right, Mr Friendly Landlord. But you didn't look so friendly when we saw you arguing with Terence here about buying the fair in the park, did you? What? No, look, Terence and I go back a long way. He's a... Grumpy old sod. Yeah, we know. But everything we had found led me to suspect you. From the argument with Terence to the seaweed we found on Jay's body. Seaweed? Yeah, that volcano thingy. Lava bread? Yeah, that orange stuff. Well... We knew that you went out every evening to collect fresh seaweed. Ample opportunity to be alone with the victim. Don't forget the pocket full of seaweed. Indeed. Now that threw me for a little while. I mean, why, why fill the pockets with something that would so clearly identify you? Identify me? Really? I mean, there's tons of the stuff on the beach. I think you might need to get out of the city a bit more. So it was a red herring? Of the deepest crimson, Inspector. As John said, I probably need to get out of the city more. Most likely, the mayor just grabbed something that would fit in with the theme of the little maritime dance macabre. That, and the fact that I had absolutely no motive to kill anyone. Now, I thought you were just trying to drive down the value of the park to get it cheaper. You must admit, our suspicions weren't entirely without foundation. And I was still working under that assumption until talking to you, Inspector Paget. Me? Ever since we arrived, people have been telling us how busy it was going to be. How important it was to get everything tied up before the start of the festival. But everywhere was, well, deserted. You told us that the festival gave people hope. Some link to a more normal time. Which is great for the people who live here. Let me go. You'll be hearing from my lawyer, Paget. Okay, yes, I said that. But what does all that have to do with Mayor Geoffrey? Yeah, and why would he do it? Simple. The Elvis Festival was ruining the town. There was already so little money left to go around since the tourists stopped coming. So to keep paying out hundreds of thousands of pounds each year to host a festival that no one was attending, just out of some kind of wistful nostalgia, it just wasn't sustainable. But why not just cancel it? You said it yourself, Padge. It's what keeps the people going. If the mayor cancelled the festival, there would be uproar. And 
the blame would be placed squarely at his feet. You also said it yourself. The mayor cares more about his public image than anything else. Even murder. I mean, this is all a little... Over the top? Far-fetched? I thought so too, at first. Until we arrived at the festival tonight and found the rope holding up the lights cut right through. I asked Geraint and Veronica to keep the mayor busy, but as soon as John came up to the stage, the mayor had vanished. Martin, surely not. Tell us you didn't have anything to do with our boy. It's true, all right. We are broke. The whole sodding town is broke. But why not just cancel it? I mean, we'd all understand. Ha! No one would understand. You can't just cancel the Elvis Festival. It's local elections next year, and I'd... You! Bastard! You choose local elections and your own fortunes over the life of a boy! Well, sacrifices had to be made to save the town. To keep this bloody place from falling into the sea, let alone keep it going day in, day out. Oh, shut up, Martin! How could you? The whole town was already swept up in the rumours of zombie seamen. So the mayor started the rumours of the ghosts to plant the seeds of his plan? No. You said yourself. He's a politician. He's not that clever. The rumours were the result of a collective guilty conscience. Again, your own theory that this isn't the 17th century anymore. Wreckers can't just divide up the loot and move on to the next ship. The grounding of the HMS Iron Thunder had a profound effect on the people of the town. They, they made up the ghosts. While Mayor Geoffrey may not be the smartest, what he is, is an opportunist like most politicians. He saw the opportunity to end the Elvis Festival once and for all, and all without having to damage his public reputation. But he killed someone. And he nearly killed again tonight. But again, he wouldn't be the first politician to accept a certain level of collateral damage to get what he wanted, would he? All right, I've heard enough. Take him in. I did it for the good of the town, do you hear? I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for... Oh, just shut up, Martin! Martin Jeffrey, you are being arrested under suspicions of murder and attempted murder. You do not have to say anything, but anything you do say will be taken down and used as evidence in a court of law. Do you understand? This is the thanks I get for everything I've sacrificed. Come with me. Get off me, you ruffians. Don't even try to escape. And watch the lapels. Each one is worth twice your annual salary. Don't say anything more. Paget has carted off Mayor Jeffrey for further questioning at the police station. I think he's done. But he wouldn't be the first politician to worm their way out of a tricky situation. Well, Jack, I must say, that was a good bit of detective work. But how could you be sure it was the mayor? Cara, you asked me and G why we were late to the festival this evening. Jack, you're late to literally everything. I didn't bat an eyelid. Oh. Well, I'm sure someone did. No, no sorry. No, no. Nope. Uh-uh. did there. Sorry, not me. Well, anyway, we thought we'd engage in a bit of light snooping. You broke into the mayor's office? No, Cara, of course not. We aren't you. We went to the town hall and asked to see the council minutes. The massive financial problems are there for anyone to see. They even get published online every month. 
Sometimes the apathy to what goes on in local politics really astounds me. Like, honestly, how did no one know this? Anyway, that's me done. Now then, should we try and enjoy what's left of our holiday? All five hours and 25 minutes of it. Well, he's off to the station. Well done again, you guys. This is becoming a bit of a habit. No problem. The parts where we were looking at the dead bodies and being chased by ghosts were almost fun. And anyway, you put a lot of the dots together. I just joined them for you. Well, in any case, it appears that I am once again in your debt. Now, go and enjoy the rest of your holiday. Patch, can I ask you something? Hmm? Did you nobble our van? With the police. Would we do anything illegal? By all. Bastard. He did break our van. Hey, why is everyone staring at the dog? I don't know. Just feels like he's supposed to do something now. You know, like to round off the case. It would just feel right. Jack, it's a dog. It's not going to say... He's going to do it. He's going to... Ew, Ew, that's gross. Oh, that's disgusting. Chicken woman. When did you even eat chicken? My sister's gonna kill me if he goes back even fatter than when he left. Ah, well, maybe not. Let's just go home. In episode three, the suspects were Beth and Reese as Kara, James Morgan as Jack, Edward Llewellyn as Geraint. Boggy Bondor as Veronica, Ashley Hunt as Inspector Paget, Andrew Latheran as Mayor Jeffrey, Magnus Carlson as Terence Jackson, Richard Wilde as John Pellini, Corin Strickett as Cynthia Pellini, and the policeman was played by Wojciech Matras. Gather the Suspects is written and directed by Jonathan Evans, with production and sound design by Luke Wilhelm. Follow us on Twitter at gtsus underscore pod for updates on the show. And remember to hit subscribe on your favourite podcast app to be notified each time we release a new episode. Transcripts of the show can be found on our website and in the episode descriptions. Hi, this is Jonathan Evans, creator of Gather the Suspects. For our final audio fiction Halloween showcase, we wanted to bring you a promo from fellow Celtic comedy, The Green Horizon. The Green Horizon focuses on a ne'er-do-well Irish space captain and his ragtag crew as they traverse a war-torn galaxy in search of fame and fortune. So listen, enjoy, and join the crew. Success. What is it exactly? Is it being the most profitable? The most efficient? The most reliable? The Green Horizon is none of these things. But what we are is a dedicated conglomerate of like-minded people that are here for you. Just ask some of our committed staff. Brilliant? Oh, well, I've been uh, here for about, um, yeah, about, uh, about, about, uh, three months and, um, it's, uh, five, five stars and, uh, uh, Dependable services in, in the, uh, the the sector and uh, the, the don't believe me. Just ask one of our satisfied customers. How did you get this number? Thousands of people have already signed up today to be a part of the Green Horizon experience. So hire us today, please, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Unless, of course, you don't want to be happy. The Green Horizon. You could do worse. 
Sponsored by Stealing Wheel and Enterprises, the Green Horizon is an independent cargo haulage and contract work business, not to be confused with a lifestyle choice or tasty beverage.